0: national championship yomcast where lsu are the official top tigers i mean team of destiny they were far and away all season the best game the best team in cod football they've beaten unprecedented amount of ap top 10 teams they've steamed through the sec like a buzzsaw took down georgia with ease crushed oklahoma and then did the same thing to the best team Everyone thought, and for like the new band with Clemson. So I mean, LSU is a buzz saw, and that was a uh, that was a hell of a performance. It's hard to uh, <laughs> it's hard to say anything else besides complimentary things. A um, couple things from the game that I will say: they're physical as hell. Some big time hits, especially on the outside, especially with receivers. T. Higgins is blocked. That shouldn't have been a foul, but big time hit there. He actually got banged up himself. Um, that overthrow by Lawrence with that safety coming in and crushing him, like that was crushing that receiver, might have been tied in, but that just a hard hitting game. I mean, there was multiple hits in that game where I would have been fucking dead, like no questions asked. That was a uh, intense game. I mean, those, those wideouts in that game. I mean, Higgins, Ross, Ross was kind of, I mean, he was pretty quiet, but Ross, Higgins, um, jefferson chase i mean then you get your tight end i mean like they're just so good and the two running backs like clyde and etienne i mean there's just so much talent on that field tonight it was absolutely ridiculous two incredible quarterbacks trevor lawrence under constant pressure but looked probably the worst he's ever looked um and i i give arenada a lot of credit for that the defensive coordinator for lsu i mean they knew how to dial up pressure and they knew how to, i mean they blitzed delpit a good amount in the beginning to kind of get him off a of with and then sort of dropping back into coverage and having him sort of play his roaming type game at safety and it definitely worked he was in on a lot of plays a lot of ms picks um, blitz very really well-timed blitzes delayed blitzes he had a hell of a game especially with that stinger he had um, that freshman's uh i can't remember his name right now but um that freshman d-back for lsu is so good um it's unbelievable like how good like stingley stingley that's his name Derek stingley is Derek stingley jr is unbelievable i mean there's a reason he was the only ap freshman like he was our all-american true freshman like he is he is nasty and i mean he, he was all over the place um I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be incredible. I mean, he, he is good. He played the worst game he's ever played at LSU, and it showed. But, I mean, the dude runs hard. He started to use his legs well and when he needed to this year, especially in these playoffs. I mean, obviously, he had that fumble force by Delpit that um, Stingley recovered. But he started to use his legs well, and I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, LSU. One thing I noticed that, like at the beginning that was so fucking stupid was LSU just kept – they kept bunching up these receivers, and that would allow Clemson to put, like, eight in the box without, like, having to f- worry about threats on the outside. And, like, as soon as they got spread out, those slants opened up, the deep balls opened up, Joe Burrow was able to maneuver the pressure better, the O-line was able to be- handle stunts better. Like, it just made no sense while they kept bunching up. As soon as they just – got rid of that formation i mean it was pretty much game over so that that was kind of a no-brainer skalski's that white 47 for clemson linebacker played his heart out played like brian Erlach all game but i mean that was targeting unfortunately it sucks that he got ejected because you hate to see that from a guy who's playing his heart out but i mean that's the rule and clemson pretty much got a break of that the previous game against ohio state and i mean like there were questionable calls on both sides like yeah that wasn't offensive pass interference towards the end but like clemson can't complain at all they had that scoop and score overturned against ohio state so i mean like it is what it is the pac 12 doesn't have great rats we all know that but i mean there was far more reasons they lost that game than a couple officiating calls in a game that was overall pretty evenly called um but I gotta just say, congrats to LSU. I mean, team of destiny. I can't imagine being on Bourbon Street this weekend and ultimately wrapping it up tonight, and I'd assume tomorrow night. That's gonna be so much fun. So, gotta just give a shout out to LSU. Congrats, fourteen uh, zero team of destiny who just beat, I don't know, it was nine AP top ten teams at one this at one point this season, like, and beat them by putting up the most prolific offense in an era of. I mean, it's just – it was impressive. Like, an era where LSU has never had that kind of offense. They just stepped on the scene, got to give credit to the Brols winner, best assistant in the country, Joe Brady, passing game coordinator. I mean, Joe Burrow is insane. Cincinnati's getting a good one. I mean, a really, really good one. Going back to Ohio, that'll be pretty cool. And one last thing, neck being played in the in the game was amazing. The fact ESPN aired neck is unbelievable. So shout out to ESPN for probably being too ignorant to realize what that was going on in the student section, but allowing that to be played on national television. That was fucking amazing. So obviously got to talk for talking college football a little bit about the dogs. Jamie Newman is the new quarterback for Georgia football. And after watching this game tonight, I think it's pretty damn clear we can all be pretty excited about having a guy that can run the football, um, that knows how to play RPOs well, that knows when it's time to tuck it and run it. Um, Designed quarterback runs can be effective as hell, as we saw with Joe Burrow, or just running around and being able to pick up long first downs with their legs, like Trevor Lawrence has been able to do. I mean, you don't have to be Justin Fields, Tim Tebow to – be effective with your legs like you can just be smart and I think Newman's gonna do that. Um, and that's one thing that limited Fromm's ability to really open up this offense. So I'm pretty damn excited about that as everybody should be. And he also throws the deep ball so well, which like, I mean, after Joe Burrow, he had the highest rated deep ball by pro football focus in cod football this year. So We're not getting some, like, scrub talent. Like, we're getting at pro football football or pro football focus ranks, the third best returning quarterback after Fields and Lawrence. So, I mean, if that's who's coming in on a team which is going to have a few question marks with O-line, new coach, new sort of players on the line, new scheme, it's going to be good to have a guy with legs who's able to run. But what was really, really cool is how Fromm personally spoke to Newman, knowing he was trying – like, going to the NFL – telling Newman to come to Georgia. I know, me included, the fan base hasn't been great to Fromm this past year. And, I mean, in some ways, rightfully so. He pretty much of the reason we didn't make the playoff. Um, I mean, we're not we going to beat LSU probably regardless, but he didn't do us any favors. Um, but, I mean, the dude's a damn good dog. He convinced the guy to come here. I mean, didn't, I don't know how much convincing he had to do, but, I mean, told him that to come here, I mean, he's always going to have a place in, of Athens in Hard, I mean, it, the Fromm's era is over, and that's pretty sad, but we got to be pretty damn excited about Jamie Newman. I think he's going to take this offense to some pretty special heights this year. I think it's exciting to have a guy like Newman coming in. Um, but also, having Darnell Washington paired alongside Trey McKitty, five transfer from Florida State, who had more tight end catches and more catches as a tight end this year. As opposed to all of our tight ends combined this year, and we saw how we can be effective with tra- with grad transfer receivers with Cager and Eli Wolf. Especially Eli Wolf's catch in that Florida game, But this dude is huge, six five. He's Darnell's gonna be lined up opposite of him. Todd Hartley's gonna be working well with him. He's not an early enrollee, but I mean, I think Kevin Newman will be fine. I'm excited. I think this offense is gonna. I mean, it can only go up from last year, so I'm excited about this offense. i got to give a shout-out to Kern Carlton for talking about Newman from the beginning. Um, He was on that, like, wide on rice, so shout-out Kern. Um, One last thing. I mean, we were talking about how Stingley is, for a reason, the only freshman AP All-American, but uh, another more kind of random uh, All-American poll had – Aziz as a All American, being a freshman redshirt, obviously, but freshman All American. So that was, I mean, well deserved as well. I mean, badass, hell of a job. Um, Georgia's gonna be good next year. I mean, i know always say it's our year a lot, but I think from, so I think if Kirby can understand what essentially Saban was saying pregame about how you need to have mobility at that position. You need to open it up and the whole run the ball down the throat and play defense style of football just doesn't work this day and age. I think Kirby's a smart enough coach where with this grad transfer coming in and who we're looking to recruit in the next few classes, guys with legs, I think he's smart enough to realize, yeah, that, that was our biggest drawback this year. So I'm excited for what we got going next year. Um, LSU, if they get Derrick King, I mean, he put his name in the portal tonight from Houston. I can see him maybe going to Arkansas. He has connections to um, uh, Riles, um who's Pittman's OC. But I have a feeling he can end up at, L- at LSU. I mean, that's such a good destination. <laughs> I don't know why not, especially with two leaving. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's sad. College football's over, but we got weird NFL stuff we'll talk about nfl later this week recap of the weekend recap of coaching hires preview championship weekend and then as y'all know i'm a diehard ashes fan don't want to take up too much of your time tonight so i'll also talk about the incredibly harsh and probably just but i'm still gonna say "fuck it It was unfair punishment that came down on the ashes today and the decision that followed up from the owner jim crane um we'll talk about that later this week but uh Go, dogs. And again, congrats to LSU, but dogs on top next year, baby. Now it's time for a little yab. So, this is a story that happened while I was in South Africa. So, they don't really have regular police in South Africa. And this was like, I guess this is while I was in high school. So I was studying abroad there. It's in Johannesburg. So it's not the safest city. So they have these gated communities with like these armed, like militia guards, like heavy weaponry, like, like machine guns and AKs and shit, like pretty fucking scary. But we're, uh, we're at this high school party, I mean, just like a high school party and like the drinking age is 18 there. So it's not like even that big of a deal. We're all like, probably, I mean, I'm like 17 at the time. Um, and this party just gets busted up and like it's not like a high school party where cops like have flashlights like okay come on out call your parents these are like south african like military men like coming in with like guns and like being put on the street and um, like like people have like guns pointed at us and i luckily was with a kid who lived in the neighborhood and i was an exchange student and so i kind of was able to get out of there and didn't have to deal with anything but one of my friends is back at the uh, back of the party he gets put on the ground with a gun to his head cupped on the sidewalk or cupped on the street in the middle like on the pavement in the middle of the street cop lights flashing and he's put in the back of a cop car and he's about to go to a South African jail for those of you who don't know South Africa has one of the most vicious dangerous prison systems in the entire world um not really the place you want to be if you're a lanky, young, blue eyed British kid living in South Africa um, who was kind of drunk. And that's where he ended up um, pretty in a, in a holding cell with like 20 other people. And he's knows, he knows the reputation, the notoriety behind South African prisons. So he's freaking the fuck out. He's like, oh, this is scary as shit. I'm in a holding cell with like 250 like pound massive dudes. I'm just this little like, kind of drunk, like, asshole who just shouldn't even be here. It's just so ridiculous. He pulls out a thing of Carmex, like, the little chapstick stuff. Like, I don't know why. I guess he was just, like, nervously needed something to do. Like, I'll play with my watch. He pulls out his little chapstick, puts some of it on. An interesting decision. Um, take that as you will. And this dude comes up to him, holds out his hand for the Carmax, a Carmex, whatever you call it. My friend just kind of gives it to him. The dude puts one finger in. Scoops the entire thing out, puts it in his mouth and eats it, and hands the empty little can back to my friend. And my friend's like, "What the fuck just happened? Like, get me the fuck out of here!" This dude's just staring him in the eye, just like smacking on his like chapstick, lip balm shit. And my friend's just like, "I'm, I'm gonna die in here." Luckily, he was able to get out within the next two hours, unharmed physically, mentally. He was probably pretty scarred, but um, yeah. It's pretty late, but I thought a little uh, South African holding cell story was in store for tonight. Randomly thought of that today. And so I guess my lesson is if you're going to be underage in South Africa drinking, don't get caught by the police militia. And if you go to a holding cell, maybe don't apply chapstick. That's that's the only real lesson I can think of. But um, thanks for listening and go dogs. Yummy out.